Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And welcome back to the program, listeners. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Terry. Jeff, I'm excited because today we're going to be talking about something that I have never heard of. Yeah, so, you know, I was going to ask you if you heard about the gig economy, you know, but it's also kind of called, you know, the side hustle and... You know, it's just people earning money from non-traditional sources. You know, when when I was young, um, you know, from my age a little bit, we we just used to call it getting a second job. Yeah. Um, you hear a lot about this though in what's called the fire movement. So, what is the fire movement? Because I've heard that terminology, but I don't really know what that is. Yeah. So, the fire movement is financial independence, retire early. There's a group of people out there that are not only working to pay their bills and buy things today, but they're actually working, actually spending less and looking to retire at very young ages. You know, internet podcasts are full of them. And, uh, you know, even if you're not planning on retiring, retiring early, they give a lot of good examples on how to save money. So how does this relate to what you called earlier the gig economy? People working in the gig economy, you know, side hustle, second job, whatever you want to call it, are doing more than just getting that traditional second job. These people are, you know, self-employed for the most part. They might be driving for Uber or maybe even Lyft. They're renting out their homes or maybe just a room in their house. You know, they're running errands for people like grocery shopping and getting them food, you know, especially during this uh, last couple of months, DoorDash, mm-hmm. Uber Eats, things like that, pretty popular. Um, selling things online, you know, on, on eBay or Amazon, and then also just doing freelance work. So my guess is that you are going to bring this back to Texas because that's what the show is. You know me well, Terry. You know <laughs> me well. Um, so, you know, all of this income has to be reported on return. Even if that person doesn't get kind of the traditional form W-2 or 1099, this is income even if you barter your services and you essentially trade your services for somebody else's services. That's income too. And so those type of income have to be reported on your return as a self-employed business. So what should these individuals do if they are, quote-unquote, working in the gig economy? Just like any other small businesses, the things that are important to do is, number one, keep really good records. Keep track of your income. Keep track of your expenses for the year. This is the only way you're going to know kind of what to report on the at the end of the year, and and you know actually it'll tell you whether you made money or not. You know for income, keep track of all payments received because you'll need to know the gross amounts. We generally say you know keep a separate checking account at the bank just for these um, income and expenses, just to keep everything separate. And for your expenses. Keep track of all your business expenses. I can't tell you how many times that we've dealt with um, people, and although they have expenses that they should claim, they never save receipts, or they just don't have a good record of the expenses, so they're probably paying more tax than they should. Um, keeping them on a spreadsheet or on a computer program is a really good idea. Um, and if your income is high enough, you know you may even need to calculate and pay those quarterly estimated taxes that we've talked about in the past. But in other words, you got to treat this like any other business. So let me just ask the question. What do you do if you do not report this income? So 
even though you don't get maybe a form 1099 or you don't get that W-2, it doesn't mean that the IRS doesn't know about this income. That's what we're finding out a lot. You know, with a, a lot of things that happen in the gig economy, these things are happening on apps. So, you know, Uber, Lyft, eBay, and even Airbnb, a lot of these things happen on apps. So they have a record of what your gross income is. And if they're required to, and in many cases they are, they have to give this information to the IRS, which means the IRS knows about this information. And if you don't report it on your return, the IRS is going to ask questions. This is the same kind of thing that happened with people that had virtual currency. You know, people were buying and selling these transactions and they thought it wasn't traceable. But at the end of the day, it still went through some kind mm. of clearinghouse and that clearinghouse had the information. And so a lot of people got notices saying, hey, we know you did it, but you didn't report it. You know, come clean. Jeff, a lot of great information each and every week here in Tax Insight. For those that want to connect with you and your team at Hawkins Ash, how do they do that? You can go right to our website, which is HawkinsAshCPAs.com. You can follow us on Twitter, even like us on Facebook. Jeff, thank you for your time, and we look forward to talking to you next week. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at HawkinsAshCPAs.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.